and he was just like sitting there holding his dog and i'm like did you want to play or and he's like yeah and i'm like where's the ball and there was no ball he threw the dog he threw he threw his dog and i had to catch it i wasn't gonna not catch it so then i caught it <laughs> and then we continued to play catch back and forth this chihuahua was just going back and forth in the
Like, I had one goal going into DC and it was to feel sexy and be a whore. And I was like, I need to stop being so mean to these people. So I got my drink and then I tapped him on the shoulder and I was like, oh, like, do you want to try my drink since you didn't actually get a tequila drink? And he was like, yeah. And then he tried it. And then we just got into conversation. That conversation turned into a much larger conversation. And it was just everything. And he, at one point, you know, we were just talking and he's like, you're so beautiful. And I was like, oh, really? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, oh, thanks. And then he looked at me and we were, he was like, I really want to kiss you. And I was like, okay. And then he stood up. He was six, five. Okay. I was, the jaw was on the motherfucking floor. And I literally looked at him and I looked up at him and I was like, oh my God. And he's like, can I kiss you? And I was like, yes. And then we kissed and then we made out and it was Oh, it was literally everything I wanted it to be and more. And it was with this um, Pakistani man. He's just so, oh, he was a foreign king and he was tall and he was smart and he was doing grad school in Georgetown and I disrespected him. So, yeah. You know, one thing about myself is I'm very consistent. I'm consistent in the way that I constantly embarrass myself and that's just the life that I live, but at least I'm consistent, right? Consistency is key. I don't know why. I don't know what came over me, but you know, the makeout session was great, whatever. We exchanged phone numbers and he's like, are you going to be out? I was like, yeah, I'm bar hopping. And he was like, oh, so am I like, you know, we should meet up at a bar. And I was like, oh, like, okay, whatever. Because my priority for the night was not to like, see him and make out with some more it was really just to hang out with my girlfriends but anyway we exchanged numbers and that was the end of that we continued to go bar hopping and my friends like oh like let's go to this bar let's go to this bar and I was like okay we go there and he's there and I'm not opposed to this right because if it happens it happens I wasn't gonna carve out some time to go see this random freak but if it happens cool we're walking into the bar and suddenly I don't know what comes over me. I'm like, I don't ever want to see this man again. And my friends are like, okay, what? And I was like, I don't ever want to see him again ever. And they're like, okay, well, we're going to go to this bar. And so you're going to come. And I was like, no, you guys don't understand. Like, I don't want to go in there anymore. And they all leave me and they go in there and it's like this arcade bar and I'm just standing outside because I'm like, I cannot go in there right now. I don't know why. And it was, it was just the strangest feeling because it literally was like night and day. It was just a complete flip of the switch. And they go in and they come back out of the bar and they're like, okay, two things. One, we came into the bar and he, him and all of his friends were staring, like staring us down because I'm sure they're looking for you. And two, you need to come in this bar because we want to go here. And I was like, fuck. I have some fake ass friends and I was like I really don't want to go I really don't want to go and it was like this whole thing and I was like you know what I don't want to cause any drama I'm gonna take one for the team because I'm a real ass bitch let's go we go into the bar and I can just feel them staring at the back of my head like I can feel it I know it it's there it's happening 
and just a wave of anxiety just, you know, rose over me and I walk straight to the bar and I'm like, okay, I need to order a drink and I just can't see him. And this is really not a big bar. And I'm at the drinks, like the bar area. And my friend is like, don't turn around, don't turn around, don't turn around him. And all of his friends are staring at you. Don't turn around. And I was like, what is this? Like, I literally hate it. And it was just so weird. And I feel so bad because this poor guy, like we kind of like made kind of like plans to, you know, if we saw each other at a bar, like we would come say hi. I was fully ignoring him back to his face. Like I did not turn around once. I stayed in that position with my back facing him for five whole minutes. And I guess he just kept looking to try to see if I was going to turn around. And it was very clear that I was not. And then he left. It's so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. Why did I pretend like I didn't know him? Why did I suddenly just not want to see him ever again? Why did I hate him all of a sudden? I have no idea. I think there's something wrong with me. It was literally fine. Like it was going perfect. with my perfect Pakistani man. Um, I did like call him halal at one point. I was very drunk. I don't really know why I said that. Um, my new favorite thing though is when people call me Habibi. My friend called me that this week and I literally love it. Like it's just the cutest thing. But you know who's not Habibi? Me. You know who's not halal? Me. I don't deserve anything. I don't deserve rights. That poor man. Oh my God. My Georgetown King. Like why did I do that to him? That was like literally so rude. Like I'm literally a cunt and not in a cute fun way. Like in a nasty bitchy way. Oh, well, that was my first kiss of 2023. So that's something to celebrate. And it was actually a kiss that I enjoyed. And let me, let me backtrack because while that was my first kiss of 2023, I think, and I would go as far to claim that that was my only kiss in the last two years that I actually enjoyed because all the other kisses have been with the girls and the gays or with some nasty fucking freak at the club that literally grabbed me and forced me to make out with them or I was just really wasted and accidentally kissed some random freak at the club which is kind of the same thing and you know I just didn't have to think about it when I was kissing him. It was just mindless. It was so, it was just in such sync. Like it was perfect. I literally had no thoughts in my head. I was just kissing. So yeah, you know, you win some, you lose most. And if you're me, you lose everything, but you win some. And that makes me the most humble bitch in the entire universe. Oh, okay, sharp right. I need to talk to you guys about my new favorite obsession and it's Floribama Shore, okay? I love reality TV. That's no secret. Floribama Shore has got to be... I want to say it's an uncovered gem, a masterpiece, but maybe everyone has already seen it and I'm late to the train, but regardless, it is the best. When I say the best, I mean the best reality television show I've quite literally ever watched. And this is coming from a person who's watched almost every single reality TV show. Okay, I even watched that stupid one called Snowflakes, where they send these like Gen Z people to go live in a mountain and see how long they last. Okay, I've seen literally everything. I've seen Dated and Related, where you and your sister go together on a dating show. Um, I've seen, I've seen it all, is my point. And, you know, when you travel far and wide and you have many 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 shows to rate towards and i tell you that this is the best it is it's creme de la creme okay and it it can't get more perfect than this it is basically the plot is that 
It's a bunch of Southern people that meet up every summer to go live in a beach house in Panama City Beach, which is literally the most ghetto place on all of earth. And they party for a summer. And they do this for four seasons, for four summers. And let me just tell you, the craft, the dedication, the perfection, the level of unhingedness that is just so real, raw, and uncut is just, it's perfect. They're so untethered from reality, and it's a gem. The first episode, Courtney pisses the bed. And there's just, there's so much shit that happens in each episode that this is not a show that you can keep on in the background. Most reality TV shows are good for mindless entertainment. You can turn them on and multitask. I can't multitask with this show. Once I tried to do something else, I think I was like preparing my dinner and I had this on. I literally had to come back and rewind it because I had to pay attention. I don't multitask. I don't scroll on my computer or look on Instagram and watch a show. I do that with everything else. I have to keep all eyes, ears, hands, toes, nose focused on this show, okay? It deserves all of my senses to pay attention, to really focus. God, it's so good. Okay. First episode. Let me just tell you, they, they get in, they're partying, they're going hard. Okay. Courtney taking multiple shots. Boom, 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 boom. Everyone's like, Courtney, calm down. Courtney, don't drink that fast. Courtney, who the fuck is Courtney? We just met her three hours ago and she's wasted at the pregame. Let me tell you something about somebody who dies at the pregame. Not a good first impression. Not a good first impression at all. And the thing about Courtney, the thing about all of them, but the thing about Courtney specifically is she gets very aggressive when she's drunk. They all do, but Courtney especially. And she's just this lanky 5'11 queen, just like me for real, but not like me literally at all. And she gets wasted at the pregame. And everyone's like, oh my God, she's so wasted. And she's calling everyone a bitch that she just met literally two hours ago and she's like take a shot bitch hey move bitch hey come on dance with me bitch like the the way that she says bitch is just it's not even in a funny way it's a very aggressive over the top just i love it it's so insane she obviously dies of the pregame and everyone's like okay thank god because she's so extra she's so loud she's so crazy i want to go out without her so they put her to bed and they're all living in the same house so there's some rooms i think all the rooms have multiple beds in them some have two some have three some have four and she's sleeping in the biggest room and only has two beds it's her and then another bed in there with candace they each have their own beds and so they put her in her bed and they leave they go out they get wasted they have so much fun whatever whatever the camera is still on courtney back at the house and Courtney, in the middle of the night, for some reason, wakes up because she's like, I don't know, she just woke up drunk as fuck and gets up. I can't even make this shit up. Is so wasted, gets up, needs to go to the bathroom to piss, is so drunk, doesn't even know where the bathroom is. And she literally gets up from her bed and walks over to Candace's bed pulls her pants down, pulls her underwear down, squats onto the bed and pisses herself, pisses the bed. And then she gets up from Candace's bed and goes back to sleep in her bed. Look, I need you to be so fucking for real, Courtney. Like that is insane. She literally leaves her bed, pisses in somebody else's bed and then goes back to her bed. Like insane, insane. And actually, sorry, she pees in the bed and I think she falls asleep, falls asleep. Ew, what the fuck? 
falls asleep in Candace's bed. And when they come back, they pick her up and move her back to Courtney's bed. And Candace is like, why the fuck is it wet here? And they're like, oh my God, did she spill a drink? Did she do this? And somebody puts their fingers in, sniffs it and was like, holy shit, this is pee. I just can't. I just, and this is all within the first 20 minutes. Like it is so unhinged. Like I can't believe people like this exist. And what makes it even greater is the fact that they all have their little accents and it's not even like a Southern draw. It's like a ghetto country accent. And I love it. I live for it. I would die for it. I would die for anyone in that cast. Okay. Every, maybe not Jeremiah and maybe not Kodai, but everybody else Cody, Kodai. Well, okay, his name is Cody, but when he gets rambunctious, it's Kodai. I don't know. I just love it. And then we got Nilsa, and we got Amy. Oh, fuck, man. They don't do it like that anymore. They really, they really, really don't. There's so many other crazy things that happen in the show, but I just need everyone, if you love me and you love this podcast, which I don't think anybody does at this point in time because I left everybody for three months, but if you find yourself having some free time and you want to truly live life to the fullest, you need to watch the show. Floor Bama Shore, first season is on Netflix. You're welcome. Speaking of crazy people, I have been asked about my thoughts on Selena Gomez slash Hailey Bieber. And to be honest, I don't even want to give them any space, ew, <clears throat> any space, time, or even thought on my podcast. So I'm going to, I'll cut it short to this. I hate Selena Gomez. It's kind of unfounded, kind of not. We've already touched on this in a previous episode. I love her older music, but I think she's a horrible singer. I hate her podcast, or not podcast, her documentary. Love her makeup. I just don't genuinely like her personality. I think she's kind of dry and weird and plays into the victim too much. I don't vibe with her. And I would also like to say I've been an OG hater for Hailey Bieber, so I also don't care about her either. So my stance on this whole Selena versus Hailey is that I truly don't give a fuck. Honestly, when people are like, oh my god, yeah, Hailey Bieber's such a mean girl, she's a kind, I'm like, yeah, true. And then people are like, oh my god, Selena's so this, and I'm like, yeah, true. I, one thing about me is I'm going to play both sides, you know? When it's beneficial to me, I'll flip. I am the realest, fakest bitch that I know. And I'm real and it matters, but I'm fake for things that don't matter. Like, this is trivial shit, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know either of them. Like, they're fake people to me, therefore, I'm going to be fake about it. And I don't even need to have a real opinion because I don't, I'm don't. i not going to sit there and, like, defend their name like the Selenators are doing. Like, that's crazy. Like, you don't even know her, you fucking weird freak. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, that's literally so stupid. Like, she could be the shadiest person and you wouldn't even know. She might not even give a fuck about you. She doesn't even know you exist. Like, what are you talking about? I love her. I that she doesn't even know you. You're in love with a famous person? Like, that's so strange. Like, you're so weird for that. Like, love somebody that you actually know that can prove it to you every day. Why are you spending all your time and effort into loving someone that doesn't even know you exist? And I'd like to add, it doesn't give a fuck that you exist. I'd rather drop dead than be a fan. 
like truly being a fan is so embarrassing like i love certain things but at the end of the day like i don't know you like i love love elizabeth grant okay lana del rey i love her queen but at the same time i don't like know her i love her music like i love her for making the music but if someone told me some problematic shit which she is problematic let's be honest sometimes during the mask era like she was serving and slaying wearing her glitter mask but was it protective no but she was serving a luke and i can respect that but you know it's like i'm not gonna live in an echo chamber and i'm also not going to live in blindness i'm not going to be helen keller and just defend people's name and honor for things like if something came out crazy about Lana Del Rey like being a Trumpy like I'm not even gonna sit there and defend them and be like yeah that's stupid and fucked up like when you have your blinders on like you're the most embarrassing person in the entire universe entire you can be inspired by someone you can really love someone for what they what they do and you know what they produce and put out into this world like if you love Tyler the creator if you love a certain fashion designer if you love a certain artist or an author whatever it is that's awesome but the second some problematic shit that's not refutable that's indisputably bad comes out about them you got to see it for what it is at the end of the day you don't know them you got to call it like you see it and look if you know like i said some shit comes out about lana i don't know her who's that not my queen hmm you know you have to have some healthy level of detachment because if your whole personality is based off of the person you're fangirling about or fan you're fanning about who are you no one nothing you have no personality oh my god anyway raw dogging this shit is very very hard and what i mean by that is just turning on this microphone after god knows how long and just speaking um it's it's pretty hard. It's a skill that I'm going to have to lean back into. So if this episode sucks, I'm sorry. Also, my voice is hurting all of a sudden. I literally don't know why. It's my whole body shutting down. I'm not used to it. Um, yeah, also this episode quality is shit. I just listened back to it and realized that my microphone is fucked up. But, you know, and it's because I'm recording off a different... I'm recording. This is my setup right now. I'm in my bed, which is usual. And I'm using this busted-ass microphone that was literally under an entire suitcase that weighed 45 pounds. So it was being crushed by the weight of the suitcase. I literally had to drag it from out under there, okay? I grabbed my dusty-ass laptop because I haven't used it. Because the only time I use it is to record an episode, and it's been so long. I tried to turn it on today, and it's not turning on. It literally just died. It gave up. So my Mac is out of commission. Again, this is my second MacBook that I went through within the last six years um so that's really embarrassing i thought they were built to last i guess they're not and so right now i'm my the setup is that i'm recording off of my work laptop my literal work issued computer um it's a horrible idea i understand they're gonna track this they're gonna find out my podcast they're gonna they're gonna listen to it and they're gonna fucking hear some shit that probably shouldn't have so wish me luck hopefully i don't get called into hr um yeah so that's why i'm not able to adjust the microphone settings on my literal work computer so if it sucks i'm really sorry i'm not about to buy a new mac so i'm gonna have to figure out what to do moving forward so yeah i mean a bitch is really out here a bitch is really trying to put this out and if it's rough 
if it's raw and it's nasty and it's really fucking with no lube to your ears, I'm really sorry. But hey, you got an episode. We did it. We did it, Joe. I'm here. And um, I'm not even going to promise that I'm going to put out an episode every week because we all know that's not going to happen. It's going to happen when it happens. And I hate this shameless plug, but I did have a rebrand, you know, not the content and not the microphone, obviously, but I did a rebrand of the logos and of some social media stuff. And this is so embarrassing to say, but I made some head empty beanies because I was just going to give them away to some friends over Christmas break. But then I was like, wait, let me relaunch and get people revitalized and, you know, and, you know, enjoying my fucking podcast again, get people excited about it and do a giveaway. So I will be doing a giveaway on my Instagram. Um, so hopefully, you know, you can win one and wear my merch and bring me back to life because I've literally felt dead and I will get back into the swing of things and record and be better than this episode. And the quality will be better too. I hope anyway, Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for hanging in there and waiting for me and being patient. And I will see you when I see you. Bye.